Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Second hour of Oilers Now, 105 at Edmonton. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can continue to reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. And... You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, same number, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday, just before we get to Kevin Weeks for the NHL Network. I want to read this text from Randy. Bob, why do you keep asking about Skinner? It's not a controversial decision at all to have him come back. The controversy was sending Skinner down in the first place. Skinner should be here, and then Ken Holland should be looking to add a tender to partner with them. The player roster utilization is on Tippett, but the goaltending is all on Ken Holland, says Randy. He's had three years to rectify this, and by all accounts, he knows he needs the upgrade, i.e. the order's interest in Markstrom and Darcy Camper. But if those are plan A, how in the hell is plan B, screw it, we'll just ride the guys who've been unable to win two games in the last two uh, playoffs. Uh, that one comes to us from Randy. All right. We're going to talk to a guy who played the position in the National Hockey League, Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in solar, electrical installation and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Kevin, it's Bob. How you doing? Stop, I'm doing well, man. I uh, hope everybody in Alberta is doing well, too. Thanks so much. It's cold. And the only thing colder than uh, we flew back in last night about, I don't know, when it was like 3 in the morning, whatever, and uh, they mm-hmm. told us uh, over minus 40 with the wind chill, and the players just started laughing. Like, it was just funny. Um <laughs> And, and the Oilers are struggling too. And, and Kevin, you look at Vancouver, they've turned around and they're eight, no and one. And everybody thinks it's Bruce Boudreaux and Thatcher Demko's pitching a 955 save percentage. Uh, the Oilers have gone two, nine and two. The only guy that's got any wins during that stretch, Stuart Skinner's playing for Bakersfield. He's at 899. Smitty's come back from injury. He's 02 and one with an 877. And Miko Koskinen is 05 and one with an 866. You played the position. You've watched the oil play. In your opinion, does a large percentage of the Oilers' challenges over the last 13 games start in between the pipes? I think it's definitely a part. 
part of it. There's there's no mistaking that. You know, Smitty obviously coming back from the injury, it's a bit of a different animal for him on his on his road to uh, to regaining his form. And he, I think he was out for a better part of two months or over two months. So that that's never easy for anybody, let alone goal. But I think you know, I said the same thing. Smitty was amazing last year. It's incredible that he's playing in the league at his age. He looks the way he does. He moves the way he does. It's a testament to his commitment to his fitness and his skill and his belief and his battle and his will to be in the league at 40 as a goalie. It's off the charts. However, all that to say, coming into this offseason, my big thing was the same thing. I, I There are goalies to be had this offseason. I go back to last year. I know the Oilers were you know, interested in Markstrom. They, they wanted to make a pitch for him. Markstrom ended up choosing to go to Calgary. But there were still goalies to be had, including Freddie Anderson, my man Freddie, who played in Toronto for all those years, who's been really good in Carolina this year. So it is a factor. This doesn't all rest on the goalie's shoulders at all, but it certainly is a factor. And here's the way that I look at this more from a team-build standpoint, Stoff. Okay? For any, any, any listener now in Alberta anywhere that's tuned in, Here's why I see it. I look up front and I see Connor and Leon MVPs. I look on the back end, I see Darnell, our level defenseman, and as I said on your air last year, should have been much higher up in the Norris Trophy uh, rankings and, and, and clearly voting last year. He was a monster, and you saw what he did in the playoffs. When I look in the net, you don't have somebody that's locked in lockstep with those other players. And that's not a Smitty thing. That's just an age and an organizational drafting and developmental thing, with the exception of Skinner, and Skinner's not on the club. To your point. So, I don't know. It's kind of curious to me. I think they could have been certainly more aggressive in the offseason. There were goalies to had or to be had, and they chose to go in a different direction. And unfortunately for them, now it's, it's been costing them. But uh, I don't think it's all the goalie's fault at all, but certainly the goaltending has played a part in it for sure. All right. Uh, speaking of goalies to be had, uh, Grubauer signing with Seattle probably put yeah. the biggest wrench in Edmonton's plans because you know the orders were in on Kemper. And Colorado had to replace uh, uh, Grubauer and ended up doing the deal. Alan Heppel was with Arizona. He was Colorado's head scout who drafted Connor Timmons. So they took the Colorado offer over the Edmonton offer for uh, Darcy Kemper. Grubauer, it has, and I know you're friends with Ron Francis, it has not worked out in Seattle. But that is a prohibitive contract. That's a six times, I think it's 5.9 million or something like that. Yeah. Would you even invest six times six? Would you even investigate that or would you be leery? Do you think Seattle overpaid? They're in a tough spot because he's, his play is a major part of the reason why they got multiple players minus, you know, minus 11 to minus 17, minus 18. They just haven't gotten any stops there at all. It's been a tough year for Grubauer. I know him. He's such a good guy, too. Works hard. Really good guy. German. I'm sure he'd have a, a relationship with Leon Dreisaitl. And he's worked for everything he's had in this league. Good goalie. Was excellent last year for Colorado. And literally going head-to-head with the flower in multiple games that we did, um, calling those games on the NHL Network. That's a trophy finalist. It's been a difficult season for him to put up mildly. He knows that. He expects more of himself. Do I think it's prohibitive? I don't think it's prohibitive. I think it presents challenges to be able to consummate a deal because ultimately for him and for them, it's it's tough based on a flat salary cap environment at, at $81.5 million. Yeah. You know what's tough? I played for Wheelers and Dealers. I played for Jimmy Rutherford. You know, he's won three cups. I played for Slats, who's, you know, one Slats win five. 
Um, and I also played for Lou Lamorello. That's one three. Those those guys are all Hall of Famers, and they're not afraid to make the big deals. You've got Kenny there, who's a Hall of Famer as well in Edmonton. So this isn't an, an indictment of Kenny. He kind of inherited a lot of this club. I think the biggest thing now for them, for the Oil, is why not make a hard pitch for Marc-Andre Fleury? Like I just did his game two nights ago when your Alberta boy, Kill McCarr, turned the world on its ear with that amazing OT goal that he had. Like, yeah, he walked Kirby Doc. Oh, it was so <laughs> unbelievable. I, I, I almost jumped out of the broadcast booth on the call with Bob Wischusen and Emily Kaplan. But I would say that why not look at the flower? I've been saying this on the air for, for, for the entire year. If I'm Edmonton, I'd be all in on the flower and at least investigate where things are with Carey Price in Montreal. No, Pricer's from out west. He's from B.C. You know, his wife from Washington State. He played junior in Tri-Cities in a dub. Why not? Like, at least look at it. I mean, I know that he's got years remaining, but at least investigate. Maybe Montreal is willing to, to retain salary. I don't know. Does, does Montreal want to retain $3 million a year or $4 million a year? They make him a little bit more attractive instead of the new team, say Edmonton, having to pay the full freight on 10. And since this year is compressed anyways, and Pricer hasn't played, and you've got time, you'd only have to pay you know, the prorated amount for the rest of the year. Plus, if, if Montreal would be willing to retain, at least that's a conversation. But I would certainly be looking at those two things because, as I said before, let's use Tampa as an example, okay? So for you listeners, put the Swiss Chalet down. Wish I could be joining you and eating some Swiss Chalet right now. Put the Swiss you got to deal with down. them or what? <laughs> hey, you know me and your boy, your, your boy from St. Albert, uh, Jamie McClendon Noodles. You know Noodles loves Swiss Chalet, too. There you, know you go. True. <laughs> so, but no, put the Swiss Chalet down and listen in for a sec. Look at Tampa. I just said this on a conversation earlier today. They start up front. You've got Stammer. You also have Cooch, and you have Braden Point. You look on the yeah, back that's end. that's pretty good. Also, right, but look on the back end. You drafted Victor Hedman. You traded for Sergachev. You traded for Ryan McDonough. So you got three really ones or at least two twos and a one in Victor Edmond. But then look at your goalie. He fits in with the group. He's the best goalie on the planet, and they drafted him. So that's yeah. my thing with the oil. When I look at their team, I don't see, the, I don't see that as being lockstep age-wise, as good as Smitty's been defying age. Age-wise, I don't see a goalie that's lockstep with Darnell, Leon, and Connor. That's my point. So you might have to go to the market to get one, and maybe it's Skinner. I don't know. Like, he can play. He's skilled, like you guys pointed out. Maybe get him in the net more. But for a team that's trying to win a cup that has pieces like Darnell and Leon, that are league MVPs. And to me, Darnell, that's a, you know, a Norris Trophy candidate on any given year that plays huge minutes. I just think you need to get a goalie in there that's, that's lockstep with that group. That's my thought. But well, I would investigate Carey Price in the flower right now. Okay. Uh, we're joined by Kevin Weeks uh, from ESPN and the NHL Network for Canadian Power Pack. Uh, I do think, and I, the fans are down on Bouchard. He's, he has some tough moments in last night's game against the Leafs. But I do think, organically speaking, with some internal candidates in the future, with Bouchard and Broberg, uh, that said, I think they should be playing with it. Like, if, if, if Broberg's up here, he should be playing with CC. I think Bouchard should be playing with Keith, and I'd play Barry. Uh, with Darnell, uh, they they've got you know three court you know three quarters of a top four you know and big guys mm-hmm. you know Broberg six four and Bush is six foot three and and Darnell six four so that that's exciting the goaltending thing with Skinner that's interesting I got to ask you 
about what happened with Miko Koskinen. Okay, uh, first of all, what did you think of Dave Tippett's frustration? Uh, you know, I mean, you got Koskinen airmailing the puck over the last 15 seconds in the game and then, you know, spitting up the puck and costing the first goal against. And Dave, Dave said he was specifically talking about that. What was your assessment on that? Listen, I, I've, I've always been a, a fan of Tip. I, he's had a really long career, distinguished career, both as a player, of course, and as a coach. My thought process is this. I think you can always have respectful, at times firm, and maybe even odd times spicy conversations with your players behind closed doors. That's my thought. I don't think that by going to the media and, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been on this capacity in media for 13 years now, and you've been in it longer than I, and I just don't think that when you go to the media and you have those comments, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't. And it just creates a lot of kerosene uh, out of all that oil that you guys are pumping out of Berta, and you just take a couple matches and cigarette lighters and put, and put it on there. You know what I mean? Like that, it just adds flames to the fire. Pardon the reference, but at, at this point, I don't, I don't think that that stuff's helpful. You know, and and it wasn't as bad as Alan Vino did it last year to my man Carter Hart. You remember talking about it stuff on your you were living on our program. You, you were living sour. I couldn't believe he did that. Like. That because he went to the extreme with that, and then he was questioning his commitment and all the rest of it. Where the guy's a unit, built, physical, great shape, loved the game, hyper detailed, hyper committed. Both him and Tristan Jari. And look at Jari this year. Jari's Jari's going to be an all star this year again. You know, but they did a good job. They didn't. You never heard Sid belittle him. You never heard Sully say anything. You never heard whatever. They, they graduated my guy, Andy Kyoto from the AHL, where he helped Jari become an all-star to the NHL club, and now Jari's back on his game. Cool. Yeah. So, of course, you know, Koskinen is at a different state in his career. You know, he's not a young 22, 23-year-old younger goalie that's, that's growing. But I just don't think when you go to the media like that, it doesn't help. But it doesn't mean that Tip can't have that conversation as long as it's respectful and fair and accurate behind the scenes. It doesn't have to be at right. the expense of that. Kevin, part two is Koskinen subsequently mm-hmm. did an interview in the Finnish press, and he admitted that he needed to. He he said he needed to be better, uh, but he also yep. said the team's also only scored seven goals in the last six games. I can't six score games. goals. Yeah, right. I, I got no well, he, problem with a, him saying he needs to be better. Himself. Yeah, he's yep. defending yep. himself, and he ta- he also mentioned the fact that he doesn't like getting thrown under the bus because which one of us do does? Right? right. Nobody does. Right. I don't want to be, yeah. you know, I don't want those exhaust fumes in my face. It's not a good feeling. But when he said that about the team, and I know what he's thinking, and I certainly know that as a goalie, because, you know, you, you can't play goal, do the concessions, do the 50 50, work at max milk and work at F all at the same time. You know what I mean? You can't. But the hard thing with that is you also need to, that's a conversation with him and his agent, or maybe with him and Tip. But that's not the same thing. That's not a public comment because ultimately then your guys are like, what, what you talking about us? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the boys get sour playing in front of you. So being a goalie, even more so than being a quarterback in the National Football League or back home in the CFL or college football or whatever other elite level, you need the players in front of you and you need them on your side. I'm not saying he doesn't have them on, their, on his side, 
but it becomes infinitely more difficult to get them on your side um, when he says things to that effect. Not that he's factually wrong. He's right. It's just sometimes you just got to bite your tongue on those things and kind of, it sucks, but you have to take it on the chin as a goalie sometimes with that concern. Kevin, he started the year 12-2, and two, and he had four and a half goals per game of goal support. The Oilers have won 14 of 18 games this year yeah. by scoring four more goals. They also mm-hmm. have allowed the opposition to score first 21 of the last 25. And I, yeah. during your playing career, was there times that you, did you ever sense that your team, you you know, maybe you were unproven, maybe towards, I, I mean, mm-hmm. you had a pretty specific mm-hmm. role late in your career where you supported good goaltenders, but did you ever mm-hmm. play with or uh, play against goaltenders where you thought, I don't know whether or not, like I think with Mike Smith, I do think he, you know the guys kind of rally around him a little bit, and I I am a little bit I'm a little nervous right now. What what you know when's the mistake going to happen? Because he's you know Kevin Woodley's got the stat. He says he's given up 16 goals this year that shouldn't have been goals. Have you ever gone through something like that personally yourself or witnessed it with another goaltender in the league when you were playing? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think any goalie worth their salt at any level has had swings like that where it just feels like whatever you do, it's just not going to go your way. And it's not for lack of commitment or practice habits or conditioning or attention to detail or any of those things, lifestyle decisions. It's just that for whatever reason, you just go through that patch and it stinks because you know that you're letting everybody down around you. You're letting down the guys in front of you, your fans, everybody, and you expect to make every shot, every save, every, save, every shot. That's the way I was wired, and as most goalies are. Uh, I've seen it in other clubs too, and and I saw it with me. Like when I started in the league, it was hard to get traction. I couldn't win a game. You know, I came in my first game and was a game star. I think second star up in Ottawa against the Sens, and I played junior there my last year. But after that, I played okay in some games. I played really well in others, and then others I just wasn't good enough. But I couldn't stitch games together for a while. And I think, you know, when you go through those things, they're tough, and it seems like the world is going to end for sure in a lot of ways. But all you can do is just keep battling, man. Get 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 on the ice early. Get more shots in practice. Do more work with the goalie coach. Do all those different things. And just try to do everything you can. You're controllable to turn the tide. But as far as uh, as far as when you look at it from a bigger context, from an organizational standpoint, when you're losing games like that and you're scored on first that often, it's tough to win games. You know, I just did Colorado-Chicago. And... Colorado came out like the wagon that they are, jumped to that 2 nothing lead, give Chicago credit. They were able to hang in there and battle and give them a game. And then it became a great game. But Derek King was just telling me in the morning, so was Jared Bednar, both head coaches. Weeks is tough to chase leads in this league. You know that. It's tough to chase leads in this league. And that was before they faced off against each other with their respective teams two nights ago in Chicago. So it's hard to play catch-up in, in the National Hockey League, but um, – all those reasons and more are why I said I think organizationally maybe Stuart Skinner gets in and he gets some game and or maybe this is a thing where you again you really press hard to find out Carey Price's status to see what Montreal's appetite is for a potential move and or a plug and play with the flower I don't know maybe explore that with his agent Alan Walsh and see what's going on hey Walsh what's up what's going on with your boy does he want to leave Chicago does he want to come and play with Connor and Leon I don't know like but you got to, and I'm not suggesting that Kenny isn't actively doing those things. We know he's, he's a mastermind, but I'm just saying that it's come to that point in time with their group where all those things have to be explored. Not saying that they aren't, but they need to be explored. 
Kevin, great hit. Love it. Thanks for your time, my man. Anytime, stop. And thanks to everybody back out there in Berta. And stay warm. That is Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack. Alberta's leader in solar electrical installation and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Guests and Oilers now receive guest certificates. I got to pick up some and haven't had the, uh, the, the season set this year for Japanese Village. Open to serve you at any of their five Edmonton area locations. Don and his staff do a great job. They feature Alberta's own Brant Lake Wagyu. Visit JV Edmonton. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For more information, get pop in a couple texts when we come back on Oilers Now. It's currently 124 in Edmonton. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Leon, 126 in Edmonton. Dave texts us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Dave says, Tip said one comment on one play. Oilers fans have been thrashing Koskinen for a while now, and now they're all defending the guy? Give me a break. The Oilers are down three to five guys every night. I guess we need to be deeper on the fifth line and eighth defenseman. The Oilers will be fine says Dave. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Oh. Jason from Sancudo says, Koskinen and Tippett need to sit down and have a couple glasses of curdled milk. Is that a Finnish thing? I don't know. I don't know what that is. It is a uh, Thursday, which means we're going to go into the Orders Now Prospect Report. Brought to you by our friends at Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. And here's Brendan Escott. Well, you didn't get to see them at the World Juniors, but Michigan standouts and first-rounders Owen Power and Kent Johnson are going to represent Canada at the Winter Olympics this year. Mason McTavish and Cole Perfetti, who would have been a part of Team Canada, also uh, candidates to receive invites. I'm not sure when the deadline is for the actual roster to be released, but uh, it'll be nice to see some real young and promising content on that team i say screw it just cancel the olympics for this year and let's try to get it i mean they didn't they push back like the european championship for soccer right do they push back the olympic games as well the, the summer olympics can't you do that you already know that cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, but did you know that Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin are 10 times present award winners for customer satisfaction? What does that mean? It means Bob needs to learn how to read this read correctly. It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations, and making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes, with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends Uncle Belt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. one 877 or visit Brentridge.com. They're the best, man. They'll take care of you. All right. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. He's a bigger-than-life personality and Edmonton sporting icon, and he's going to be pumping the tires on Carey Price, George LaRock, when we come back on the winners now. 
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.